0: Welcome to the Man Up Podcast. I'm Winston Wolf. I solve problems. A spiritual oasis for men. We're not pastors, just regular guys. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. So, for the uncommon man, created by equally uncommon men, this is Man Up. Let me get sidetracked. Alright. Hey, <laughs> that's right. Hey, welcome everybody. This is the Man Up Podcast. And uh, we're so glad you're here. And where is here? Here is Sugarland Baptist Church in Sugarland, Texas, right outside of Houston. My name is Bill Cox, and uh, this is Man Up. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on SoundCloud, or we have a Facebook page that is Man Dash Up. We call this a spiritual oasis for men. We're not pastors. We're just guys that are trying to have a deeper faith. And what we do in this podcast is we talk about a lesson that we had in our adult Bible fellowship. And this one is Acts of Service Reveal Our Faith. And we're in the book that's called to Serve. And we're getting down to the last one if you've been following our podcast. And this is number 28 and we have a great panel here today. Uh, the panels. I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to introduce everybody. And uh, our usuals back. We have uh, Robert Koshu, who's a world-class trainer. We call him the professor. We also have Kyle Trahan, insurance guy. He is our class deacon. We call him the deacon. We've got a guest from Oklahoma City called Jack. Glad you're here, Jack. And uh, we also have a, a good friend of mine, an awesome guy. And uh, He's a computer geek, but we don't hold it against him. He's a big uh, Star Wars fan. Uh, his name is Casey Johnson. And we call him the Force. So uh, I am going to go ahead and uh, I just want everybody that's listening uh, to hear these gentlemen introduce themselves and maybe talk about, real quick, about acts of service and how they re- reveal our faith. And then I'll read the scripture, and then we'll have the panel discussion. But I want you to be able to identify uh, the the voice, since this is audio. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start with with the professor, Robert Koshy.
1: Hey, uh, Bill. Glad to be back. Thank you. Uh, James is one of those interesting books. It's one of those books we don't like to read and hear about, because James always talks about faith without works. And how do you show your faith without works? And it, it was so much of a problem that actually Martin Luther, Luther in Reformation, actually had a problem with James being in the canon. And so it kind of went to the point that, yeah, you know, it's one of the, one of the more interesting little tidbits because he was like, no, no, it's all about faith. There's no works involved in it because of the Reformation. Correct. But it's obvious that our faith has to be displayed in the works we do. And I think that's one of the things this lesson brings out that's going to be a really great conversation.
2: Excellent, excellent point. Uh, Kyle Trahan. Uh, Good evening. Um, You know, I've said it a thousand times. Well, maybe not quite that many, but, you know, I'm working on it. One more time. Raised Catholic, we we didn't study the Bible, and we didn't go over, and we didn't have Sunday school class, and we just didn't discuss it. Um, You know, I always heard that, uh, you know, good deeds will not get you into heaven. And I I didn't ever understand that. I never could because, you know, I'm a good guy and I I always believed in Christ. And, you know, but it was like, you know, why can't that? Well, now I'm just going through it and and reading it time and time again. It's, you know, I was getting only part of that equation that (laughs) the good works without faith will not get you into heaven. And I never understood that until just very, very recently. Excellent. We're going to be getting into that. Hey, and our good friend Jack from Oklahoma City,
0: just well, say, say say hi to the folks.
3: Uh, hello. Uh, I believe that every day God puts something in our path. And then he gives us a choice whether we reach out and touch those people that he has put in our path or we just blow them by at 90 mile an nine. And you never know what that person's going through that day. So it's very important to pay attention to your day that when God lays something in your path to pick up
4: and do your part.
0: Excellent. Very good, Jack. The Force, Casey Johnson.
4: Well, thanks. Glad to be here. Uh, It's a great pleasure um, and an honor. So thanks, Bill, for for inviting me. When we talk about faith, and we talk about works, they, uh, I think everyone here is in agreement that uh, they do work hand in hand, and they have to for the fact that faith is actually an action verb, uh, not just a you believe and nothing. Get no English on us, so you know I'm just telling you. According to the force, if you want to just believe in it, Jesus is going to
3: embrace
2: it. In everything, you know. <laughs>
4: You, you have to cause action to occur with it. So um, <clears throat> in all reality, though, it really is. Because in the first part of James, uh, in fact, even in the very first chapter, he ta- you know, the, it talks about the fact that if you really want to get to know God and understand what, you're, you know, what you really would like to have, or really more so what you really need, well, you need to go to God, and you have to ask in faith. Well, that denotes the fact that you have to go do something. You have to go and pray. That's an action. That requires something. So I think Excellent. we're in agreement. There's definitely works that are tied to faith. And it's not just I believe.
0: Excellent. And, uh, and now that you've heard everybody here, and you'll be able to recognize their voices, and we're going to go ahead and I will read the scripture and then we're going to go ahead and we'll have a, a panel discussion. You'll be able to recognize the fellows here. But before I get to that, just want to let uh, all the regular listeners know that uh, the gambler, Steve Titch, our uh, policy writer and professional gambler who uh, had a
1: little accident in his house. Once again, we're not calling him
0: <laughs> a uh, We love him. We've been praying for him. He's in a rehabilitation hospital. I saw him today. He's in great spirits, but man, is he ready to get home. So, Steve, I know you're gonna listen to this. I just want to let you know, bud, we're excited. We're 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 so encouraged by your progress. And uh, we can't wait till you get back here to stir up the pot <laughs> at the Man Up Podcast. And with that, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna read the scripture. It's James 2, 14 through 26 is our uh focus. What good is it, my brothers, if a man claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save him? Suppose a brother or sister without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to him, Go, I wish you well. Keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about his physical needs. What good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But if someone will say, You have faith. I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by what I do. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish man. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was that our ancestor Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together And his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed in God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see that a person is justified by what he does and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? As the body without the spirit is dead, so is faith without deeds is dead. And you know, thinking about that scripture, I want to come back uh, to what Jack said. And what Jack just reminded me about something that as men, we are all leaders of our circle of influence. And whether you like it or not, because you are a man and you men out there that are listening you have family, you have co-workers, you have children around you that are looking for leadership. Whether you give it to them or not, they are looking at you as a leader. And what Jack said just reminded me that we shouldn't, as men, sometimes we get so focused on our work and stuff, we don't pay attention to our surroundings.
2: Oh, it's easy to put the blinders of life on
1: well, it's, I mean, it's, it's the blinders of life, but it's also just, as Bill said, it, it's life blinders,
2: but it's also from a guy's perspective, we get focus blinders. Well, oh, you, We, you we get, get both. You get into a stagnant routine, though. Right. Um, I, I learned this being a grocery manager, or not grocery, in the grocery business for so many years. Um, you know, the reason they do those wall-to-wall resets and they take everything and they basically jumble it all up, and then you come in and everything's in a different place today. Than it was last week. The reason they do that is because you walk through the store like this. I know where my mac and cheese is. I know where the milk is. I know where the meat is. And you walk to the things you know. Well, when they swap everything up, you have to take the blinders off and look around. Because nothing is on aisle 5 that was. And so that's why they do it. It's to shake us up and to make us find new things. Ultimately, is why they do it. But it's so easy. I mean, I watched people. I, I'm a people watcher. They well, did. They'd walk in the same every time and pick up three apples. And it's the same three apples. Oh, yeah. If they got
1: Fuji, they stayed Fuji. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very oh, yeah. solid deviation.
3: Yeah. With, uh, with what you're saying there is that people see more than they hear. You may say something. <laughs> But it doesn't make a, it doesn't, it just goes in one ear and out the other. But if they're looking at an action, like if you're opening the door for someone, or you're helping someone in some special need, or any small thing, and they see it, then it becomes a memory. And so as they go through their day, they may see somebody open the door for somebody ten times. Now... It's a memory, so now they want to open the door for people. You gave them permission. You set
0: an example as a man, mm-hmm. Casey.
4: Oh yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, we're here to man up. But I'm here to tell you that uh, our actions speak louder than any of the words we ever talked about. We hear about that, mm-hmm. and it's those actions. But but the thing is, you have to have faith in knowing as well that if I want this to happen, I need to step up and make progress towards that direction with the faith that what I am doing is the right thing. Now, keep in mind, there's always a check and balance because in some instances, we have to make choices. And that's what this all ties into in my belief is that very simply... We're here, we have agency, we have the freedom to go and make choices, but God's not going to tell us all the answers He expects us to learn, but it doesn't hurt to ask, does it? And yeah.
0: you know and I, love, and I love what Abraham Lincoln said: "A compass will show you where North is, but it won't point out the swamps.") <laughs> I've never. Exactly. never. I, have I have not heard you, that. link <laughs> oh, no. in the straight <laughs> direction. <laughs> that, yeah. That's right, and and here's another thing, like uh, like what Jack said is this, I uh, uh, I volunteered down at the food kitchen, soup kitchen, Lowe's and Fishe's. Believe it or not, in Houston, and I don't know about wherever you, that you're listening at in your area, the homeless. There's an obesity problem in our homeless. Uh, they are well fed. As a matter of fact, they're too well fed. But you know what they're not fed? Attention. Yeah. I go down there and I've been down there so many times. I know them. it's the same people. It's this and you know, it's not like they want to be cured. They don't want to be. You know what I'm saying? There's like one guy talks to me all the time. I have a home. I I could live with my daughter, but she wants me to be a babysitter. I'd rather live under the bridge, which makes perfect sense to me. Uh, You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. Because of this blinders-like, oftentimes, we'll we'll look at what's the obvious, and it's easier to write a check than actually do something. Or it's easier to just, you know what I'm saying? Instead of taking a couple extra moments and going, what is the real need here? You you know what I'm saying? I mean, what's the need?
1: You know? Well, you end up, when you're looking at it, you end up wondering how you're going to be able to do the things you need to do. And so most people, like you said, they'll write a check. You know, I know people, I'm... I am volunteering again to drive teenagers for an entire weekend at D-NOW. Uh. <laughs> now, in our church, I guarantee there are about 15 to 20 of us that are willing to do that. And everyone else will be more than willing to write a check to do it. <laughs> right, I'll help pay for your gas. <laughs> uh, right, right. You'd all Kyle, Kyle would probably. Uh, Kyle right. would probably buy the coffee that I buy, the junior high girls at
2: Starbucks before we come to church Sunday morning. Right. <laughs> right. I do not want to see a bunch of teen girls hopped up on caffeine. No.
1: But they'll do that instead of taking the time to go do it. And that's one of the things that I think James is talking about here where what James is the talking professor. about is that he's trying to get to... What's going on, That James? it's not just all about our stuff. It's not just all about what we do or the money we provide. It's really about... Our attitude of service right. and our acts of doing that and our uh, works actually come through from our faith that the whole fuel of it is our faith.
4: Now you now you hit something really important here yeah and that is the word attitude yes and I say that because I remember as a young man that uh, they came to me one day and they said hey we have this older lady that needs a lot of help her roof is in disrepair we need to go down there and help her out and as a young man a teenager, I'm thinking man, I could do something much better on my Saturday. Much, <laughs> Why do right, I want Right, to do this?
3: Yes. Right? Right, right, right. So,
4: but no, we took the opportunity and uh, manned up, went down there to see what was wrong and it was one of the funnest things ever. Why? Because we've got to tear apart a roof on a house.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> no?
0: yeah, Loved it. You're demolition, right.
1: man. And that, that and was, man. That was the, the youth group we had. We did, we rebuilt um, the women's place we helped with. Sheltered Gracewood. Gracewood, right. When they were doing the conversion on the big mansion, I took a bunch of middle school boys. My son was one of them, and they said, "We need to tear this wall out." I said, "Wait, guys! Grab my electrical, my test meter, plug, plug, plug. Okay, everything's turned off. Have fun!" (laughs)
0: Right, right, right. Hey, and you folks out there might have heard the uh, door creep open, and it's none other than the judge, Mr. Michael Cropper, attorney. We call him the judge. He's ready to join us. Uh, and uh, Mike, you may not know, but we have a couple of guests here. Jack, right next to you, is joining us. And uh, the this is Casey and uh, the hero tie that I was uh, wearing a couple of weeks ago. This, is the, the, the this, is, the this gets, is the boy's dad. This is the boy's dad. Actually, his wife. His wife gave, him. gave <laughs> him. right. Oh, I, I tell you what, that tie always cheers <laughs> me right up. So Mike, go ahead and address the crowd so they can uh, they can hear uh, your voice, so they can put a, uh, a voice with your name. And, of course, we're on the acts of service. Reveal our faith.
5: Well, thank you, Bill. Uh, I'm sorry for being late. Uh, I was thinking you were going to the class so 630. Ah. And I got off work late. So I apologize. No, this is a phenomenal lesson. This is what we deal with every day, all of our life, practically every faith, bases their ability or faith and belief in God to get to their nirvana, their heaven, whatever they believe in, on strictly on works. And today we look at faith and whether or not works Go with faith to to support our Christian religion. That's the way I interpret it, and uh, we'll. And I'm sure you've already been talking about that. And, uh, I think it's just phenomenal how we we, address we have
0: we have been. But I mean, and I want to just uh, bring you in real quick on this.
5: Uh-huh.
0: I personally, I feel, and Kyle and I had a kind of a spirited discussion about this in our actual class. People of faith should want to do good works. That's part of it. I mean, that is the seed. It germinates in you. It the joy
1: in your heart. Right. It right. goes yeah. back to the attitude
5: Casey was yeah, talking that about. That Casey was
0: yeah, talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and I'd like to get your thought on that, Mike.
5: Uh, go a little further. A little further. I
0: got, I... <clears throat> it's like a, like a seed. And, you know, a seed will sit dormant for a while, but you get that seed of faith, and your faith does not grow until you start doing the deeds. Um, uh, that's no, my you're own you're right.
4: yeah, you're right. Go ahead You're I'm absolutely not... correct. There, there's a, an ancient prophet, but he talks specifically about seeds. And the seed being that faith, and, again, it's what your belief system is, but it does no good unless you start to do something and act upon that faith. When you start acting upon it, depending on how that moves forward, you can easily determine whether what that act is is if it's good, it'll continue to grow and continue to go from you know germinating into eventually it'll blossom into a wonderful tree or a plant. The otherwise, if it's not so good, you know, it's really not going to go anywhere and you're going to find yourself in a spot where you're still going to be questioning, okay, is this really what it's supposed to be happening or not? And you get this stumbling block. But that's the whole point here, is that, again, you're able to judge between what your work is as you apply the faith that, yeah, this is where I need to go. Yeah. Right.
5: I'm looking at Ephesians um, ooh, 2, 8 and 9. First, by grace you've been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves... It's the it's gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. This is a great area to con- contrast and talk about what we're looking at uh, with this lesson, because it sounds like Paul is telling us there, you can't get to heaven by works. And then you go to the next verse, he says, "For we are, and I hope this answers your question, what you're directing to me, right? For we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Mm-hmm. I think the desire yeah. there when you accept Christ, you can't help yourself. You're going to want to do good work. His that's exactly what I was saying. That's what Jack. You're,
3: you're going to want to do that when when right. God puts that in your path. Mm-hmm. You're not mm-hmm. going to question it. You're going to get the enjoyment, and not only are you going to get the enjoyment, God's going to get the enjoyment that He trusted you with this. Item that he laid in your path today, that you'll take care of it.
4: When you're in the service of your fellow men, you're always in the service of your God. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and when
3: you put
2: your faith in Jesus, you aspire to be like Jesus, and Jesus was what? He was yes. a servant. Yes. he was a graceful doer. You know, and, well, and, and he served and then, everyone.
1: Kind of going along with Mike, Colossians three seventeen. Kind of, yeah, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed. Do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. And it's one of the—it goes back even all the way back to our life at work study that we did so long ago. Everything you're doing, you're doing in that name. But that also drives you, as we've all kind of alluded to. You're—if you have faith, your deeds and your works and your actions are going to show through that faith. And at the same time, you can't help but do them. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's oh, really what Jack is saying. You know, you, things are going to get in your way. They're going to be there. They're going to be a part of you. And you just can't help yourself.
3: Now, a lot Almost. of people... It's, <clears throat> it's like, I didn't know what I was going to do for my mother when she was alive. My Day, stayed. One, and she lived 200 miles from me. And I drove up to pick her up. And when I got there, the uh, church was actually building their new church. The members were building it themselves. And the reverend was talking and said that, uh, you know, remember Saturday was a work day. Well, at that time I was attending a big church in Kentucky. And I thought, well, won't be no problem get 20 guys. So I asked, I says, can you use 20 guys? He says, oh yeah. And so then when I got back, I found out how hard it was to get 20 guys. Mm. And but I got seven, and the church gave us the van to drive up it. Fellowship up was great, but when we got there, guess what? Seven was all we needed. God knew a perfect now, the perfect didn't number. Yeah, perfect number. Twenty. I didn't because <laughs> the material didn't come in. Yeah. But mm. then on the way home, God's not done. Person with a flat tire. Now. Do you drive past and go on home because it's late and you want to get home? Or do you stop and help one more?
5: Yeah, you stop
3: and you help one more. And I made trips from Mother's Day till October. And never once, when I left, did He not lay one more thing in my path. And I was always grateful for what He laid in my path because it was always a learning experience
0: for me. Our pastor, our previous pastor, Phil, always said that it's cheaper to send paint and brushes on these mission trips, and you'll change a building. But you change you send a person paint and brushes, and you change lives. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it, y-
1: you really haven't lived. I, I've been on a couple of mission trips with our kids here. And and you really haven't lived until you've worked with a bunch of teenagers. In my mind, because that's what I do. I like working with the teens in our church. But you really haven't lived until you've actually worked. And I have bonds with those kids who have sat and done all this work with me as we've gone through. You know, we've done everything with right. screen toilets. I worked with two kids, and we basically reorganized an entire workshop. Right. It was, you know, things thrown everywhere, and we reorganized it. But I have bonds with those kids, so much so that I'm going to a couple of weddings next summer because it's the kids that I've worked with. And it's the bonds you establish that you're able to do really through the faith that we've talked about.
0: See, one thing that I wanted to bring up, though, we just have been through the crisis of the hurricane and all the flooding and all that good that went on. Mm -hmm. And how many of those people... Do you think that we're helping didn't realize the Christian values that they had?
5: I think a lot of them couldn't help themselves, which is what we mentioned earlier. I don't know. I mean, how many of them having the faith to go along with their works? Mm-hmm. Right. Their needs, let's say good deeds, don't know. but I think it, it, it was so so obvious, it just came out of them that they 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 saw a, a need. And they were no, there. It, it didn't even ask themselves. I, I
1: think a lot of it, it was just innate. It yeah, was, you know, yeah. hey, honey, let's go get the... I'm going to take the boat to Texas and go through the floodwaters and, and help. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah really that, That's right. And I think one of the
0: things that men do, men have that innate ability or that insight. And I don't know, Was it Kyle, was it you that brought up about... The people showing up with gas cans mm-hmm. that didn't have boats, but they knew the boats ran on gas, and so they there were people that were showing up with full cans of mm-hmm. gas mm-hmm. to help out the help out the people. I don't have a boat. The, yeah, I don't have a boat, but I have a can of gas because mm-hmm. yes, I know you guys yes. are using it. I you know, and that's the unique that's the unique thing that men possess that I mean that is a big part of this man up podcast is to give men the license to be a man and express their faith and to live their faith that's that's the whole idea behind this you know we're all generals you know but we need to just come in take our armor off for one hour and let iron sharpen iron and then we put our armor back on and we go out and we be leaders because that's what men are and that's what this is about
5: it's not always going to be easy so we want you to Mm -hmm. know folks we can also be selfish, I can be selfish and say to myself just what he said, "What, what in the world can I do, it's another night, it's another time Lord I really had plans for this night to watch the Astros game but they're losing. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So, but you know what? Faith.
0: Right, have faith. right, right, right,
5: yeah. Yeah, right. There's a couple more games coming. In, in your right. heart, you say, maybe if there's one word I can say that will help somebody, I need to do that. That's, that's primary, that's first and most important. And then that's, uh, I, that's what you're saying, Bill. Sometimes it's going to put you out, man. Overlook the fact it puts you out do what's in your heart to do. Do what just wants to come out and what you feel like. And and that goes,
4: I I agree 100%, and I think it also goes one more step further because I'm telling you right now, uh, to all of you on the the other end of this podcast, and that is, you're going to reach a day in your life where you're going to be challenged. And you're going to reach a point where you're going to have to make a decision. And that's going to be between you and God. And the question is, When that day comes, will you have the faith to be able to move forward? And the only way you get that is by doing what we're talking about here. Take your faith and apply it through some works that help your fellow man. Because as you do those things, that faith that you have inside you will build and it will grow and it will nurture itself. So when that day does come, and it may be multiple days. It may be years. I, you know, It could be anything for everybody, but it's going to be different for each one of us. But more importantly, what's going to happen when that day comes and you need to make the choice? Are you going to have the faith and man up and make the right choice?
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And this is just the starting box to make that happen so that you'll be ready for it.
3: You know, I've always believed that God created everybody for a certain purpose in their life And the only thing I've ever said is I hope when that day comes I hit the mark.
0: absolutely and here's here's the the point that I uh, want to make though is this it's not a formula. It you know. is keeping your eyes open. Me, I'm kind of a creative, kind of a sentimental guy. I see things that are symbols that mean stuff to me. Like the tie yeah. of your son. It, I can't tell you how many times when I have just not felt right, I've put that on and it has just cheered me up. He runs in the room dun da, da, dun dun
2: <laughs> He just,
0: here they him, almost uh, wanted to do it on sund- or yeah, Sunday. But, yeah, but uh, 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 yeah, yeah uh, uh, there'd uh, probably be cameras and everything. <laughs> <like that>. But <laughs> but here's the thing. Being a man, being a man, you have that right. You are the leader. You're the head of the snake. You're the head of the family. You have that opportunity because if you do it. If you recognize a need and see a creative way of handling it, that is unlike what anybody else had done, you give a license to other people to see deeper meaning.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and, they're and watching It's, it's it. more than that. has, has men who, if you're, we're recognizing leadership as part of our sphere of influence, we're almost called to be the leader in leading out in our faith. And that, and that is, in reality, showing our faith through the works. We're the ones who called and, and a lot of churches get a hard time because, well, they just want to do the faith thing. They don't care about... They don't the, care what goes behind the LQ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And, and most people don't understand that, okay, we go out and we'll do a living water well. Correct. That, that's one of the things our church has been really big on, is doing the living water well, so much that so we raise... Thousands of dollars in a bag sale. I've seen a strawberry cake go for a thousand dollars in this church. <curdle>. Good, <laughs> good cake. Good <laughs> <Yeah>. cake. <laughs> yeah. boy, yeah. cake. Right. Hey, hey, my cobblers ran for a hundred this year, and I felt really good about it at that point. But but it it okay. They're like, well, you go out there and you dig the well and you leave. And what did you really teach them about Jesus? Well, okay, here's the thing. If every woman in that village is walking ten miles. To get water that may or may not be safe for them to drink. And it really, in third world countries, where they're getting the water from, it's really a 50-50 proposition on is it safe to drink or not. Mm -hmm. I they won't listen to me come just preach to them. I put water in the I put a well in the ground. I teach them how to maintain the well, which is what living water does. I teach them how to keep the well operating and functioning properly, and do all of that. Okay, now I've eliminated a barrier that I can teach them with that it keeps them from being taught. You met their need. I've met a need right. that they have, and, and it gives me the right to listen to, of course. for them to listen to me. Well, they give you at that They point. give
3: you the respect, yes, because you gave the love.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, good well. point. So, yeah, That's yeah, a really yeah. good point, and it goes back like. Casey started with with attitude. It goes back totally to attitude and what we do.
4: Think about when you uh, <clears throat> get called to go do something, and you're just you know it's you know it's out of pure love and charity, but it's totally inconvenient to you at the time, and you're just like, uh fine.
5: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right attitude. You're absolutely right. right. And then
4: the, yeah, you catch yourself doing that, but I'm telling you, when you get done.
1: How do you feel? Yeah. Well, it's, it, and it's not yeah. only when you're done. It's the shift in attitude that occurs while you're doing it. While, while you're getting
3: yeah. Yeah, oh, and and the gratification yeah. Yeah. when you're done. Well, you're great. that while, while you're doing yeah. it. One yeah. like of yeah. the, the greatest yeah. things yeah. is yeah. the fellowship
0: oh, that yeah. you're
3: gathering the community. with the other people yes. that are involved in that. You know, that <coughs> fellowship is such a great living experience. You can't, com- you, you can't match it to anything else.
1: No, you can't, and depending on what you do and how long you do it, and for what you do it, and for the periods of time you do it, it really becomes a bond that you have that builds even stronger bonds in the future. I mean, you, there's a regular group that goes to Loves and Fishes, am I right, Bill? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm kind of guessing. Yeah, I, regular group of people. Yeah, how, how close are you guys that do that on a regular Well, the basis? ones that
0: are still alive were, uh, were, were fairly yeah. tight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But but here's here's a, a, a point to what uh, the professor is saying is this. and What's unique about men is this. We need to be doing stuff. That is the unique thing about men. And this man up, with like the podcast and the class and like I continue to say, it's not comfort food. It is a warm canteen of water, a granola bar, and a mountain. You have Actually one it's guy LA, but <laughs> right, you have, or, or, or trail mix. And uh, there's it, a guy to help you, encourage you to go attack your mountain. And then there's a bunch of fellas that are going to be on the other end waiting for you. But it's, but that is the unique proposition of men.
1: Well, in in in, in a lot of ways, our faith—it's easier sometimes for us to do the faith, but it's harder for us to acknowledge the to do the works rather. But it's harder for us to acknowledge the faith behind it because we are such doers, you know. And and to the point that I know I have a deal with my wife. My wife will come home and this happened at my office, and she goes into this long spiel of things. And, and my job at that point is to sit and go, uh-huh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not what I do. You know what I do? Yeah. Well, here's what Let's we need to do. Here, here's that's what right. you need Let's to do. Right. Yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> that's you, right. You, yeah, you're right. And, and it like, it why, it why do you do that? I say, well, A, I'm a guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. And B, because for 12 hours a day at my office, people come up to me, spew something out, and then I have to figure out how to come fix that. Solution. Right. You, have you have to be out.
4: Yeah, exactly. Solve problems. Yeah,
1: that's the deal. But... For guys, a lot of times it's easy for us to do the action, but we lose the attitude and the faith part in the middle of it. And I think this goes to something yeah. we need to spend a little bit of time about: how do we keep that? How do we keep the focus on the faith as we're doing the actions and the works? Because like a lot of thumb times, thumb
5: with yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <with
1: your time. laughs> right, well, right. well right. you know, because because we are such <laughs> because we are such doers and focus guys. That and, and every I know pretty much all of us except Casey and, and Jack. Jack for pretty well. And I know all four of us. We're doers. <laughs> you right. know, don't don't get in the way. <laughs> you know, because I got a to get accomplished, and I would not get in the way of either one of y'all trying to accomplish something. Right. And I'm fairly certain these guys are the same way. But how do we keep our focus on our faith as we're doing that and showing the good works? And I think that's something that's a good discussion point for guides especially. Because we do tend to be such doers as we're doing stuff. So how do we keep the focus on our faith? I'll let Casey attack this one. But uh I want to do with the
0: bit about uh, well, the why, uh, right? I want to
5: hear yeah. more. How <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> I can yeah. fit that
1: in with the deeds?
0: Well, I, I can tell you my own personal philosophy. I don't know how biblical it is, but I'm just going to throw it out there.
1: Oh no, that, that's I don't fix people. No, and I get that's that. not my job. Yeah, okay. I mean, and but, but I mean, even and when that's, we're doing regular fixing, how do we keep the faith part going? Okay, I have no problem with the faith part, right? But I do
0: not, and maybe this is part of society—the way we've been conditioned now in this political correct environment. That's not my job,
3: hmm?
0: okay? Um, and and I don't know how you guys uh, feel about that. Um, my job is to live my faith and to show love. But uh, I, I, I'm not a, a people fixer. I mean
3: You can't fix people. No. You can't. Yeah. Can. No, right. You, you, can, you can give them love. You can give them encouragement. Right. You can you can be there for them in a time when they're stressed beyond. Mm-hmm. But to fix them, you can only give direction. Right. So I was about Some to say, guidance. you can I, offer
2: guidance and I, offer the guidance and the direction and it may or may not be accepted. But you
1: have to understand okay. it, on my desk at work I have two mm-hmm. I have two signs. One is a bumper sticker from Bubba Gump that says, Bubba, Mama always said stupid is as stupid does. Mm-hmm. And I have the other, another little yellow tent sign that sits on the edge of my desk by my guest chair, I might add, that when you sit down and look at it it says, I can explain it to you but I can't understand it for you. <laughs> um, now, that, now notice I, I, that's a corporate yeah, trainer that has, that, those, two, yeah, that has very those two solid
0: that has that those two
1: sides on his
4: desk. <laughs> right, right. You know,
1: but it and, and you can't. You you offer the encouragement and you do that, and I think you're right. It's not about fixing people. It's about letting our faith show through our works. And that's right. it. Right. Our actions.
3: Right. Our actions are gonna do more in mm-hmm. helping them with Seen a different version of their life of what it is now than what
5: it can be. And that's a, that's a major thing. Well, you mentioned earlier attitude. I think the attitude is absolutely the it. A- because you can do yeah. works and have a bad attitude. Yep. Right. But, but as long as you have a, the attitude you want to pro- provide and that you want to show is that you're doing it for Christ. Because I know I've done works grudgingly when I didn't want to do it, but I had to do it. <laughs> so right. I have to be, yeah. Careful. Yeah. be careful. Absolutely.
4: You know? Yeah, again, we're back to the whole attitude issue. So yeah, you're, you know, when we talk about how can we really make an impact as men, right? Mm-hmm. And where can we really make a difference and a start? And I say a difference. I mean a difference not only for you as an individual, but for those closest to you. Who are the closest people to you? You got a family. family. Your family, family, absolutely. It's your family, right? Yeah. And who's who should be ahead of that family? That you, 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 yeah. you are absolutely right. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <clears throat> you is know? it old? Is it old-fashioned that I go and I make sure every time my wife and I go anywhere that I open up that door for her?
0: Oh, dude, stop it,
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> man. Up. I, yeah. know, I think about it right after we both shut the door, and it's like, man. I should have done that. Bill thinks man, man Bill's
1: like, down. Man down?
0: Hey. Man, that, 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 mean, that means either the car's new or the woman's
1: new. Man, yeah. but, but, but in a sense, he's right because that, right. those things have fallen by the wayside in society. Absolutely. No stop, question about it. Stop, no you question know, yeah. you know, to You know, I'll be walking into the office and I'll pause. Because I know there's people about ten steps behind me, mm-hmm. so I can grab the door. Mm-hmm. We're a badge door, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, okay, I can absolutely. badge and stand uh, you here. Know, come on, it. You
4: know. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another good, another good example for you. Keep in mind, my faith, my belief, is that I'm going to be with my family forever. Mm-hmm. Right? And I want to be. I want that to happen. So, what are the actions that I have to do to prove that faith that God's going to allow that to happen? One of them. And this is the biggest issue in our society, man, is how well do you love that woman that you married? Do you take her out on a date once a week? Do you go and take her and keep that spark alive? I mean, let me tell you why that's important. Because guess who's watching? Yep. (laughs) Those kids of yours. The, yeah, the I was going to say God no. yeah. well, no, 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 no. but he's
1: right because you're even more correct <laughs> it's well, right. no, and, and that is one of those because it does set a good example and I see my younger son has a serious girlfriend now they've been dating three years so wife and I are taking out yeah. her out for a test drive with the younger son we're going to Renfest this weekend Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> wow. and we're taking the two of them with us and the older son is like well I want to go, no you don't have a girlfriend yet He's like, well well, I wanna go. No, this is a different experience.
5: Right. We're trying to
1: see how is she going to play along with the parents? With the family and the parents and everything else, you know, and we took her we took her clothes shopping last year because she made my son kind of man up a little bit on getting dress clothes. Right,
2: right, right. But you (laughs) You know but I'm a single parent and I have a ten
1: year old daughter.
3: And I've been a single parent for ten years. I mean, literally, when she walked out of the hospital, she went home with me. And uh, mm-hmm. everything that I do teaches her what a man should be. Right. Yeah. How do you, so, when the times come to make choices, she's going to make good choices mm-hmm. and maybe not have to go through some heartaches that won't have to be there because she's seen how Dad handles many, many things, and that's what I teach her every week, is, you know, make sure that you're treated like a young lady.
4: I think that you're, you're absolutely right, there's another one. Man? We want to talk a little bit more spiritual. How many of us man up and have a family prayer every day?
1: Mm-hmm. How that's many hard. Of us and that's hard in today's society. It is. You know, because we're all on wild schedules. You talk that about days. those
4: blinders, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I remember the days, I remember the days when both our kids were at home. Both our kids are gone now. And you know, I was leaving for the office at 5.30, because I'm an early guy. My wife would be leaving about 7.30 to go to work. The kid, one kid was leaving at 7 to go to school, the other was leaving at 8 to go to school. We're all getting home at wildly different times, <laughs> you know, right. in today's society especially.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and you're right. And then throwing the little electronic gadgets. Oh, the gadgets. You know, my, 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 my favorite new commercial is the X commercial, where the family's all around the table and, the, and mom's going, It's dinner time. It's dinner time. And then she finally grabs something and pushes the button, and all the Wi Fi is shut off in the house. Right. <laughs> Right. You know, but it really is, trying to make, get that time down. That's even more important at this
0: point. But uh, increasingly, though, and I, I feel the sphere of influence from a man is really illustrated by a stone hitting the water. The closest ring is the family. The next closest ring for the vast majority of men is the work group. Yeah, the that co-workers. they're with co-workers because they spend so much time. How much time do you have to guard or hide your faith in today's work society?
1: Fairly yeah. often. I'm fortunate that I don't have to. Actually, the guys, everybody in my office knows Wednesday night is not a night to trifle with me leaving at 5 o'clock. Right. Now, you might get me till 515 if we've got just a bazillion things going on, something weird is blown up during the day, I might stay till five thirty. But that is like five thirty is my total cut. Then I and they know that. And they know why. They're like, what do you do? I do a podcast with men up, whatever. Well, it's a podcast. We talk about spiritual things for men. We're actually number one on SoundCloud, number four on <laughs> right, <laughs> iTunes right. at the moment, you know. And so they know, so I'm fortunate. But I know other people who aren't so fortunate with that, where they have to hide their faith, or if not hide their faith, at a minimum camouflage it.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, see, I, well, normally, you know, I wear a cross on my little lapel on my shirt. Of course, today I don't have it. But, you know, I, damned if I do, damned if I don't. You know, I don't really care. Because if you don't want to work with me because I'm a Christian or I, like, you know, Love God and all that, fine. God will take care of me one way or another, and I'm not worried about it. If you have a problem with it, fine. He won't. And I'll move on from you to him. Mm-hmm. And I don't really care. You know, like I said today, ironically enough, I leave that out because I mentioned it, <laughs> but, uh, you know. Yeah, the, but the cleaner has it. <laughs>
4: right. <laughs> you but, know, <laughs> but you've done something, that is, you, you, you manned up by the fact that you're actually taking your faith and applying it. Right. Yes.
0: Right. Yes,
4: which is part of the works, then. Yes. Taking the
1: faith and applying it. Absolutely. absolutely.
0: Well, we're getting down to the end. It has been a great discussion on acts of service reveal our faith. And uh, before I close, I just want to get uh, uh, some final comments uh, from the panel. I want to start with uh, Jack, our guest from Oklahoma City. Man, thanks for coming in. I hope you, I hope you enjoyed the experience. I this did, is going to be I broadcast.
3: I really, I really did enjoy it, and I and I'll be back.
0: Awesome, awesome. We We, like we, 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 <laughs> we record every uh, every Wednesday, and we essentially go over the lesson that we that we do uh, from Sunday. How about, I mean, some final comments uh, from your point of view on. The acts of service that reveal uh, our faith. Any final comments to the people out there that are going to be listening from your own perspective?
3: Every opportunity that God allows you to reach out, don't don't let it pass by.
0: Good point, good point. All right, and... Uh, our latecomer, that, uh, but he had, you had a slip, right, from your, uh, from your mom, that, uh, I, I, the I judge. For his tardiness. <laughs> for his tardiness. <laughs> uh, I'd right. like to see a hall pass.
5: <laughs> right. I was playing hooky Sunday, too. You know. Right.
0: <laughs> 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 Michael Cropper, the judge. Right. Any final comments? Yes, from that?
5: yes. Uh, uh, once again, faith is a substance, things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, provided the elders obtained a good report. Faith, folks, is everything to us, but you're going to support it by good works. And what Paul says, and, and James also, was that, you know, look at my works to determine if I'm a Christian. Don't listen to what I say. One of the scriptures here says, in the passage that Bill read, I'm sure, 24 says, you see that a person is justified by what he does, and not by faith alone. Well, what I want to say there is, you see that a person is justified by, or a Christian, let's put it in terms that we understand, a Christian is justified by what he does and not by what he says. And Excellent. that I think that's very important. My mother always said, if I told her I loved her, she said, Show me. Show me. Not don't tell me. Show me. And that's and this so this this uh, is this is why this is so important to me, because she made that point to me early on in my life. Show and you me.
0: never, and you never so forgot it. Yes. Kyle Trahan. Our deacon. Uh,
2: You know, uh, I mentioned earlier, you put your faith in in Jesus and then you're supposed to follow him. And uh, I thought about this quite a bit, you know, this week, and it's just, what if Jesus pokes his head into the room right now and says, leave everything, leave your family, leave your job, and come and follow me. That's a hard thing to hear, especially in this day and age with all of our stuff and the way we view life. Right. But that's what we're supposed to do is follow him in one way or another, whatever that means for you in your life. Um, and you throw take, that out right out of your the right hard road. Road. The end. What's that?
3: <laughs> and you throw that out right at the end. That's right.
2: <laughs> but it's, it's taking the hard road right, right. And, and man up and, and man, do it. Yep.
3: And the point of that is God will never ask you to do anything. That will destroy you. Good point. Good point. He's never going to ask you to do anything that would destroy you. Right, right.
1: Professor Robert Kosher. Yeah, just um, I'm going to just go Galatians 5 6. Um, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. And it's going back to the attitude that Casey alluded to and what we've kind of all been talking around all night. You know, our faith is all about the works we do and the attitude we show as we go through. The faith saves us. Those works, as Mike said, that's the evidence of our faith. Excellent.
0: The Force, Casey Johnson. Man, great <laughs> having you here. Any final comments uh,
2: from the Absolutely. So
4: um, thank you very much again for letting me come. This has been a great opportunity. I think that, uh, you know, as we've talked about this, uh, we've made it really clear that, you know, one of the key elements is the attitude, obviously, and uh, how important that is. And, uh, you know, I think I'm going to have to pull one out of the air here with regards to a little bit of Star Wars. Yeah! There's wonderful guy Yoda that we all love. And I think that if you, you pay attention to this, it'll actually make a lot of sense because it'll help us out in the way we choose things, right? And that is, and, he, and I quote, <coughs> you will know... The good from the bad, when you are calm, at peace, passive, a Jedi uses the force for knowledge and defense, never for attack. Faith and the things that we do in our attitude fall similar along those lines. Because otherwise, you might want to reevaluate yourself.
2: That, that is excellent. And I think next time you must do the voice. <laughs> yeah, you're
4: right. Do it as a
2: voice. No more quotes without the voice. <laughs> Bill, our resident uh, director and actor and all-around salesman, why don't you wrap us up? Uh,
0: and folks, this has been a wonderful podcast. I hope that you have enjoyed it. Of course, we are on SoundCloud. Uh, we are on iTunes, and we have a. Facebook page that's under man-up and if you have any questions for the panel, you can post them on there and we will hit them on Wednesday when we record these right. actual Follow us podcasts. on Twitter. We are on Twitter. So oh, follow. the professor yep. has us on, us on Twitter too. on Twitter. Uh, and our next lesson is going to be the attitude of service and I think that's <laughs> the, that's the uh, final. See, Casey prompted us for this. So, uh, And with that, Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And I just wanted to ask all of you men out there this. Remember, now I'm not going to ask, I'm telling you on this part, <clears throat> your leaders, your generals, you take, take that position in the circle of influence. You never know who is watching you. You give quality leadership. There is someone watching you and that you will pass it on. I invite you to get involved with a good Bible-based church. Find a men's-only ministry adult Bible fellowship to become a part of. And if there's not one there, go ahead and start one. My name is Bill Cox. This has been the Man Up podcast. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Man Up. you want
2: got anything. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth.
3: Dedicated to the uncommon man. Created by equally uncommon men.
2: If I were the man I was five
1: years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. You
3: can contact us on Facebook under Man-Up. Post questions and we'll answer them right here on the Man Up podcast.